elegant weapon for a more civilized age. Some more of that weird pulling back of the curtain shit. For those of you who listen to this show on a regular basis, you may be aware that by day I am a professional ant slayer. That means I'm an arborist, which also means I'm a tree expert. Climb trees, cut trees, all that good time stuff. I started doing that 23 years ago. Some of you may know our good friend Anthony Kingdom Rutgazer James, uh, Handsome Genius Club. Uh, I met him through Tree Friends years ago. Uh, I've told the story several times on the show. There was another individual that I met through Trees way back when. In fact, he was one of my first supervisors on the job, my second day of work. Uh, I met this guy, and basically we went out in the truck on like the first or second day. He turned to me. He said, so, Star Wars? I said, shit, yeah. And here we are 23 years later. He is my very, very good friend. He is Toby Black. Toby, thanks for hanging out. Thanks for having me. Uh, other than that, little tidbit, uh, it's kind of weird because as with Anthony, we ended up being into comics and in the same circles. Uh, as we've always been Star Wars fans together, it turns out that at this point, Toby, you are one of the founders of the Ontario Collectors Alliance which is a group of elite, hardcore, retro Star Wars collectors in Ontario. And uh, it's a fun group of guys and a fun group of kids. Um, how long ago did you start putting that together? When did the group form? Yeah, the, uh, the, the Ontario Star Wars Collectors Alliance, if we're just going to do specifics, in case anyone goes looking stuff up. That's why I uh, correct you there. Uh, we, uh, six years ago. It's been six years already. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I think... Uh, you were you were at one of our first big meetups in Toronto that we did in uh, in Liberty Village at the old Urban Toy Building on that Hannah was Avenue. So cool! That was a neat experience. And that was that was five years ago now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who were we speaking with? You had some guests there. Yeah, we had a couple guests. Uh, we had Gord Warren, uh, who worked at Irwin Toy. Um, again, our audience there. There was a, were there twelve of us there? Oh, it was like a dinner. Yeah, it was more of a dinner, right? Than and like an event. Yeah. Brenda Young, who was uh, yeah. she was responsible for uh, packaging at Irwin at the time. You know, our, right. Our our, our, uh, our connections were much smaller back then. We didn't know as many people, so we didn't have as many to kind of pick from. But yeah, no, that, it, it was a good event, and uh, yeah, that was five years ago now. That was lots of fun because mm-hmm. it was in the old Kenner. Irwin building, yes. which is, what was it now? It was like a restaurant and like other stuff. Well, like a, okay, so it wasn't a, in the building. It was uh, the closest restaurant to the old oh, Irwin building. Because okay. the Irwin building is now a condo. It's uh, called the Toy Lofts. And it, it makes <laughs> sense why... so cool they It call makes it sense that. why you think we were there because we walked across the road to it and took a group photo on the front steps of it. Yeah, yeah. It's that, uh, right. you know, that iconic kind of red brick building that uh, had an industrial purpose probably 100 years ago. And yeah. Irwin Toy had it for, I don't know, 50, 60 years as well before they finally shut. And it is now condos, yeah. When did Irwin shut down? Uh, that was 2001-ish, 2002-ish. Oh, it was that late? They yeah. lasted right up till then, yeah, eh? Yeah. Purchased by Hasbro, and then eventually the building was sold. It sat empty for a while, but then, you know, and uh, for all the right reasons, it's, uh, that's the distillery, right? That's yeah. called the distillery? Dist- I think so. I don't know. In any event, you know, yeah, you could, yeah, it's, yeah. it's lovely down there, beautiful people, beautiful lives, great condos, all that other good stuff right by the water, yeah. It was fun at uh, May the North Be With You last year, which we will get into, of course, all about uh, Robert Irwin, when he was 
was Robert Irwin. George. Yes. You Sorry, George Irwin. George Irwin. My bad. Yep, you got it. Um, uh, when he was just recanting, he was trying just to remember the atmosphere of the building back in the day. And uh, do you remember he told like a story about like it was all the Portuguese, there was a lot of Portuguese workers or something and yeah, how yeah. all the women like would just run the joint. Yeah. And yeah, it was really cool to get those like non-Star Wars, uh, you know, little tidbits as well. Just the atmosphere, what the building was like back in the day, you yeah. know, because, I, I, you know, in my head, you hope that it's like Santa's workshop. But right. no, it's all these just Portuguese women yeah, yeah, just yeah. stuffing boxes, right, right, right. just trying to get the quota done, right? I, well, I, think, yeah. I mean, that was the demographic of this country 50 years ago when, when there was still manufacturing taking place. Uh, it was a great job for immigrants, put it period. And that's who got hired, yeah. as you say, to stuff boxes. He told a good story. Yeah, that's right. There was a, a Vietnamese contingent that came in there as well. Right, yeah. And he mentioned how the Vietnamese workers were more productive than the Portuguese workers. Right. And it turned into like a little bit of a West Side Story kind of gimmick where, yeah. uh, you know, as a, you're stepping on our toes because you're <laughs> worth more to the company than we are. And the Portuguese were saying, well, you know, we've been here longer than you. So no, uh, in, in any event, it's, as you say, a little fun in-house story about, uh, yeah, who it was that actually stuffed these boxes of toys. Yeah, yeah, it's cool stuff, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and it was neat. Yeah, like that first uh, little dinner was intimate. Um, so these groups, the collector groups, because I also hung out with you guys for an event one night and we went to Tilt's, uh, the video game bar, uh, because there was a few members of the, I, I don't want to mess Empire this up. Empire State Star Wars Club. Empire State yep, yep. Star Wars Club. Yeah, that was the same weekend. Uh, yeah, a yeah. bunch of those fellas came up, got to hang out with a few of those guys, Thomas and stuff. Yep. Very yep. cool uh, individuals. Yeah. And uh, how many pockets of these collectors are out there? How many of these organizations exist? Yeah, great question. Um, well, comparatively, uh, you know, every major state has at least one group. Right? Pretty much. We've okay. partnered with the Empire State uh, Star Wars Collectors Club. Um, you know, and they're in touch with the uh, the Pennsylvania ones. Uh, there's Kentucky has a huge one. Ohio's got is one. Is that why you always, you go to a show every year in Kentucky, don't you? Or what is that? Uh, is no, in Ohio. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, the right. Two oh, states okay. border each other. They're not far apart. Right. Um, yeah, it's, well, you look at Cincinnati. It was a you know, birthplace of Kenner and Kenner Toys. So that oh, makes yeah, sense yeah, yeah. why there's, you know. So much out there. Right. Uh, there were Kenner employees that lived throughout the state as well, too. So, that, yeah, that's why we... And it's, it's also not that far away. It's not, but there's groups in California. There's groups out the East Coast, West Coast. There's, you know, all over the states. It's, again, you know, 10 times the population. They're going to have right. 10 times the interest, 10 times the, the What about Canada? Are there other provinces who have the same kind of deal? Uh, no. We, no. Are, you know, we call ourselves the Ontario Star Wars Collectors Alliance. Respectfully, we could call ourselves the Canadian. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, yeah. But uh, whatever. We just picked our province and ran with that. Good thing is, I mean, a uh, meetup that we have coming in uh, August, our big show of May the North. Um, we've got uh, people coming from out west, out east, north, and south of the country as well, too. So that's so exciting. That's good. It reaches out to the country, at least on that level. You know, right. our monthly yeah. meetups. I'm not expecting someone to fly from Edmonton. Uh, you know, to you never know, man. Well, fans do some crazy stuff. I mean, well, you know how long I've been going to a lot of these shows and for different fans and this and that. And people will make the trek for the craziest things. Right, and I've right. really, really learned that. You love something, people will find it and mm -hmm. go to where it is. You know. Right. Um. So, uh, May the North. 
North, um, may the North dot CA. Is it that may simple? May the North be with you dot CA. May the Thank North you be with you dot, dot CA. Well, no, awesome. people, because because as we're talking here, if anybody is listening, sometimes you know, I know you're on your phone. You can check out this website real quick. May the North be with you dot CA and see a lot of the people that we'll be talking about. Because we mentioned Gord Warren, and he's coming back this year. He again. is coming back. Yeah, he's actually right. coming with his wife, who was also an employee at Irwin Toy. That's um, so weird. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And she she as well worked in production with Gord. So, um, yeah, he, yeah. he's, he's going to be at this year's show again. I think this is the last time we're going to ask the guy to come out. He's, he's got found information. He worked there from 70, I think it was 74 to 2001. Wow. Uh, he was certainly there for all of Star Wars. And yeah. all the plastic bright Kenner toys that came out. Yeah. <laughs> Swamp yeah, things, yeah, superpowers, yeah. starting lineup, all that good stuff. Uh, he saw it all. And he's got some great stories. Specifically, I don't want to give his stuff away, but you got to keep in mind, he'd get sent to the Orient or to Palatoy in the UK, or he'd tour in Cincinnati to see how they were stuffing boxes, right? Because they'd, right. get, they'd get shipping containers full of Millennium, part, Millennium Falcon parts, and they'd have to assemble, like, okay, so you'd get a Millennium Falcon as a kid in 1977, some assembly required. You had to put stickers on and a satellite <laughs> and shit like that. But for the most part, the hull's been screwed together. Well, that right. was done in-house at Irwin. So, again, he'd get sent to tour how these factories were not tooling, the, the, but, like, how they were assembling these, these shells for the Falcon. He'd have to come back to Toronto and figure out how do we screw together pick a number i don't know was it well, a thousand millennium right, falcon right. shells a day yeah without pneumatic drills and all that other good stuff that they have in the this orient is, or yeah, cincinnati 1977 to, correct like, yeah. yeah so he'll tell a story about how much kenner and Irwin and the salespeople and kids loved that millennium falcon but on a production level, he hated the thing, right? Because <laughs> yeah, if you yeah. picture, like, you know, the two pieces. Again, I don't want to give away the guy's stuff. I'm sure he'll go into it. But, like, working that cardboard insert that's in the inside of the Millennium Falcon, right? putting a top and a bottom on and 16 <laughs> screws, it's not easy. Yeah. Especially when you're not looking at it as a kid or, like, you know, like it's, it's magic. You're looking at it as get a thousand of these made, you right. asshole, and right. get them out. Get yeah, it yeah. done. Yeah, yeah. 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 For sure. So this show, May the North Be With You, is, is this is inspired by shows that you've seen happen down in the States and other events that other clubs have thrown? Yeah, it's uh, you could call it a poor man's celebration or, right. uh, you know, it's a spin on the ICCC that happens in Nashville every year. Uh, we're not pretending to be one of those, but it's nothing like this has I ever think happened that's in Canada. what I was thinking of when I said Kentucky. But there is that right. event that you go to every year, that's right? right yeah. yeah, that's what you meant. Yeah, yeah. the ICC, great yeah. show, yeah. Uh, great show, uh, very popular. You got thousands and thousands of people that go to that every year. Uh, and as I say, we're not trying to be that, but it's uh, oh, it's that big, like thousands and thousands. ICC, oh, yeah, okay. yeah. Oh. yeah. And what is it? Stand international something no, or other? The, well, or? the IC is the Imperial <laughs> Commissary. Oh, that's uh, right. Collector convention. So that's a Michael Havens run project, and uh, he's. Uh, I follow them on uh, online. I think quite possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, so th that's 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 it's a it's a Canadian answer to uh, a Star Wars convention. It's the largest Canadian Star Wars convention that's ever been held. Uh, we're doing it. We're doing another one, uh, mm -hmm. and we're excited about it. As as you said, uh, you can go visit uh, May the North dot May the North be and on there, yeah, um, you can you know, links to get tickets, uh, all the guests that are going to be there. 
and uh, what, what people can expect for, again, a fraction of the price of what you would pay if you're going to go to Celebration or ICCC. You know what it is? Is uh, I think it was just this, this year past at uh, Celebration. Uh, one of our group members, Mike Freeman, was saying, and I'm going to use a bit of hyperbole here, but it was something like it was like 150 bucks. You had to send it in advance if you wanted to meet uh, Warwick Davis. Yeah. You got 20 seconds, yeah. and it was either like you can have an autograph or he'll shake your hand. And right. like, again, I might be exaggerating a little here. And what Mike said. Probably and, not. It, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. Sure. We don't, we don't have Mark Hamill. We don't have Billy <laughs> Williams in our show. But uh, for the guests that we have, for less than 100 bucks, uh, you can sit with these guys. You can have dinner with these guys. Right. Uh, you know, they'll be doing autographs as well, too. It's a nice personal event. Uh, and as I say, it's it all. well. Let me speak on as someone who went last year and didn't help organize the damn thing and just went to experience the experience. Um, I had a great time. I wasn't sure exactly what to expect, um, but it ended up being yeah far more interesting than I thought it would be because these discussions are. You know, they're not just sitting there talking about, oh, this variant was different because it had a different mold, because it's not that way. It's it's stories, it's history, it's it's all that kind of stuff, um, which was gripping to me. So, you know, and so it, it, basically what you guys did last year is it was a day of panels mm -hmm. and workshops mm -hmm. and presentations um, by all your guests, which were incredible. And uh, then, you know, in between moments and breaks and intermissions where you could go meet them at their tables and get signatures and autographs and ask them any kind of personal questions. Uh, this year, for the same price, I believe, or basically, you're expanding the thing a whole lot. So there's a lot more coming to it this year, too, which is very exciting. Um, it almost feels like you're trying to introduce new people to the love of toy collecting through bringing in people who aren't necessarily into that. Is that one of the things you maybe learned from last year? Yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's, in, that's entirely what we're trying to do. Yeah. And you're right. Yeah. It's, uh, where last year's was kind of a day and a half event. This is a three day event, yeah. right? uh, a, a dinner on the Friday and a chance to check into the hotel and then a night that who's kidding who is going to go long right. and, and it'll be fun. Saturday, full of panels, uh, trivia game on Saturday. That's free. Chance to win, I think it's like 300 bucks there. Um, there's a uh, room sales, uh, which is basically, and again, this is all spins from what happens in the U.S., the way they run shows out there, but an opportunity for collectors to just dump whatever they have either in their hotel room, right. out on their bed, or down in the main lobby area. Um, we'll figure out a place. To I'm just, looking forward to just that. Just do sales that way. The day before yeah. uh, the toy show, which is the next day. It all culminates with a toy show on the Sunday, all out of the same venue. So yeah, this is what, you know... I'm, I'm Canadian like you are. We are lovely people. We're pretty social. But there's one thing Americans do better than us, I find, when it comes to this stuff, is get together, celebrate it, talk it, enjoy oh, it. Dude. And, and, and all we're trying to do, we're just trying to do a little Canadian slice of that, is all this is. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, um, you're... you're Girlfriend, your husband, your boyfriend, your wife, they don't care about talking Star Wars nearly as much as you want to with yeah. you know, your other Star Wars collectors. So here you have an intimate opportunity. There's only 100 tickets. Well, there's less than 100 tickets. There's like 50 tickets left. Yeah, it's very exclusive. Opportunity yeah. to spend a weekend fully nerding out, no judgment, with the echelon of 
uh, collectors and guest stars that you're going to find in this country. Yeah. And I say this country, as I was just saying to you before we started talking, uh, there's people flying in from England. Right. There's people flying in from the U.S. and from both sides of the of Canada. So, like, like I'd like that you've expanded certain elements of the show to where, as much as I'm a toy collector, um, I'm not a hardcore Star Wars toy collector where I'm spending hundreds of hundreds of dollars on things. Right. Um. Uh. But I totally get it and would if I could. But this year, there's like other guests, like uh, people from Nelvana, animators, you know, and that is right up my alley. Getting to talk to these guys about the cartoons and stuff, super good times. And returning to the show, special guest Jim Swearingen, which was the highlight of last year. Yes, your number one guest, I'd have to say. Right. Um, if anybody's not familiar with Jim Swearingen, Jim Swearingen was the original project leader on uh, for Kenner Toys for all of the original Star Wars product line. Uh, not to say he designed all the toys, um, but he did have his hand deeply in a few of them. Which ones were very specifically him? Yeah, no, yeah, and you're absolutely right. He's a sculptor at Kenner, uh, and he designed the first twelve um, figures. You know, <laughs> yeah, the yeah. Uh, the X-wing fighter, the uh, Tie fighter, and he also and loads of other stuff. I mean, he did uh, the strawberry shortcake line while he was there, but uh, most infamously, uh, he designed the rocket firing prototype Boba Fett action figure. That never made it, obviously, uh, to, uh, to retail. And I will say this. Uh, at the event, uh, I, I, it's on, uh, I'm, I'm pretty certain we will have an actual prototype uh, rocket FET. Uh, someone's bringing one. That's there's, crazy. I, I don't know how many there are. I think there's about 40 of them known. Of the prototypes. Of the prototypes. Yeah. And I can't remember if it's an L slot or a J slot the guy's got. Uh, it is one of a kind. It is the paint scratch test one. Now, hold on. For the people who are uninitiated, because these are the cool little tidbits that I learned about last year. What's the difference between a J slot and an L slot? Okay, so this is on the, the back of the figure, because the, originally the Boba Fett, if anyone can picture the rocket, the, the, the Boba Fett action figure, right? right. Came with a, a stagnant in place red rocket. Yeah. And uh, that's because it didn't pass through um, testing. It, it, and a, a child had recently choked on a Battlestar Galactica toy. So it got, it never made it past, uh, it never made it into production as, right. a, as a, something that fired. Right. So there were a couple examples where if you look on the back of some of these, and you can Google this, you'll get a better answer than I'm going to be able to muffle out here. But it's, it's the kind of the, the cut into okay. the backpack. It's a J shape or an L shape. And I can't remember. One of the two is more sought after than the other. Again, this isn't my area of expertise, I must say. Okay. I know it is, uh, you know, it's, it's, I think it's almost always the number one top-rated, most uh, valuable toy, biggest of all the grails, is a prototype oh, yeah. rocket Boba Fett, rocket-firing Boba Fett. Because so, there's one carded in existence, I believe. The one uh, that was on display. There's one that was on display at the Toy Fair uh, in, like, you know, whichever year it sure. was. Yeah, yeah. And I know, because I saw this on Pawn Stars, actually. The guy tried to sell. It's the one-carded, uh, unreleased Boba Fett. Right? It's yeah. graded and everything. Right, right. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's okay. it's insane. Yeah, It's, it's, it's going to be, uh, you're going to have the man that designed it in the same room with, uh, with one of them. Yeah. Uh, as well as, you know, John Celestri, who has a, we'll get to him, I suppose, a Boba Fett tie-in as well. But yeah, Jim Swearingen. And you're absolutely right. Uh, lovely, lovely guy. He'll be coming with his husband, Emery. They were both there last year. Very soft-spoken. Um, 
he remembers tons of stuff. Just a fount of information that that guy is, and an absolute sweet guy. Uh, so yeah, we're excited to have him back for for sure. He um, he was at um, celebration, and he's often at that ICCC. Is he a uh, guest at celebration? Or? Yeah, he's done panels there before. Of course, that's he has. cool. His yeah. panel was amazing. It was yeah. super interesting. If anybody watches the toys that made us, the Star Wars episode, he was very prominently featured on that there episode That's him there, yeah. yeah which was super cool and then you get to sit down with him and you know i got to uh luckily podcast with, with him last year interviewed him and you know he's had a hand in so much more too like mm-hmm. strawberry mm-hmm. shortcake yeah, yeah he had a huge hand in you know the strawberry shortcake development so which was a very profitable and a, and a rather one of kenner's more successful line they had lots yeah. that didn't work when you have Star Wars money, you were allowed to flop 80% of the stuff. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, they were, yeah. I think Strawberry Shortcake is, yeah. was one of the more reputable ones. But uh, yeah, he's, he's a hoot and he's interactive. He will yeah. be down there. He doesn't hide in his room until it's time for his panel. You know, he, he, I've seen him at a, what was that? I think ICC once he came down in a Jedi robe somebody had made for him. Did he really? Like yeah, he totally loves it. Year old eh? dude just no. walking around as a Jedi Knight and loving it. Yeah, yeah. having a great old time, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I love it. Yeah, no, he was a super guy. Super mm-hmm. nice guy. Who else we got there? We got, uh, this is cool because you brought in the animation part of it, which, you know, relates obviously to the retro toy collectors who have been targeted, but this opens it up a little bit more to people who are, you know, interested in the animation of it. We had a company uh, years ago. Um, I don't know if they're in operation or still operating. I think they might be in association with someone else, but Nelvana Animation and Nelvana. Uh, was responsible for a lot of the cartoons back in the day. Some of the Canadian ones were like, uh, I think they did uh, Teddy Ruxpin. Mm. Um, maybe the, did they do the raccoons? Nelvana if... did a lot of Canadian content. Yeah, yeah. Edison Twins, some animated, right. some not. Um, but uh, yeah, they, they they certainly have um, maybe on a Canadian level. I know Droids and Ewoks wasn't every hardcore collector's favorite thing, but they have. Uh, they got they got uh, a stand in the history here. So well, I was surprised. There was a few guys who were rather excited about their droids figures oh, last yeah, very year. Much so. You know, very much I didn't so. realize how collectible some of those old droid figures actually were. You know, because uh, Nirvana put out the Ewoks and the droids cartoons. Uh, Brian Lemay and Larry Jacobs uh, will be there. Yeah, uh, these are assistant animator, assistant director, Star Wars Holiday Special. And the Ewoks cartoon, as well as John Celestri, who designed and illustrated Boba Fett. That's crazy yeah. for the for the holiday special. That's why that's why we're yeah. kind of excited to bring droids and Ewoks guys in because we also have to remember. Like, oh the, heck yeah! The 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 the, the, know, the crowning jewel of John Celestri. So you've got these three animators. We got a guy from droids. We got a guy from Ewoks, and then we're bringing in who these two both have mentioned is their mentor, this John Celestri, uh, who drew. He was the first person ever to draw Boba Fett. And, and most people are familiar with the holiday special, whether you liked it or not. The cartoon, um, perhaps the only good part of the uh, entire special, that featured the first appearance of Boba Fett. So John Celestri, who's animated for piles and piles of stuff. Yeah. Uh, you know, He-Man. Uh, he worked at Nelvana as well, too. He didn't work on Droids and Ewoks, but he, uh, he animated Boba Fett for that special. So he's in Kentucky. He's coming up. Um, and he has never been to a convention before. This is the first time the first person that ever drew Boba Fett has ever done a convention. Of any kind? Any kind. Any kind. And I How say to him. How does that happen? I'm on the phone with him. And I say, because we've got, you know, promotional material we've got to put out. I'm asking him if, uh, you know, we'll, we'll take a, a picture of Boba Fett from the special. 
and we'll put it up with a picture of him as well on our posters. And he says, why don't I just send you the original artwork? Oh my God. Yeah, right? Did he really? Yeah, 100%. Is that what this is? Uh, no, that is that we lifted from the... Okay. From the, so, um, you know, he, it's what these guys have, and, and I think Brian LeMay, he's bringing some uh, original animation sale uh, cells... Uh, that he's going to be selling at, oh the, at the toy show on the Sunday. That's if they, if they make it to the toy show on Sunday, right. I, you know, I, I can't. I don't know if they'll be there for that. Um, but he's bringing stuff to sell. Uh, someone I can't remember if it was Larry or if it was Brian is bringing um, a really nice piece of Boba Fett artwork that's uh, you know that he's had produced as well too for sale. So. Um, yeah, where where it's easy to maybe turn your nose up at droids and Ewoks for some collectors. I think what we've done is we've made Nelvana and the animation side of old vintage Star Wars as fun as we can make it. It was a Canadian thing as well, too. No, it's so, a perfect, yeah, like, this yeah. makes more than, you know, more than enough sense. Right. I mean, it, it all absolutely flows together, especially with it being all such Canadian content. Mm-hmm. Um, that's amazing. Yeah. yeah. And I know these are a lot of names that we're just saying here, but uh, I'll remind anyone, uh, may the north be with you, .ca, you can go on and you can see all these guests and get their little bios beforehand just to make sure that it is who you want to see. Um, but yeah, they, they, they'll all be there on the Friday as well as the Saturday. I don't know if everyone's sticking around for Sunday's toy show. Um, I think Jim Swearingen will definitely be there for the toy show and uh, John Celestri will be there for the toy show. Um, but if again, if you want to meet everybody, make sure you're there for Friday or at least the Saturday's show as well as Sunday's toy show. I can't wait to talk to John Celestri. He's got to have some cool stories. Oh, absolutely. I mean, uh, the only question, the question that's really springing to mind is the, the initial moment that you sat down and had to draw this character. How much information were you given mm. to draw this mm-hmm. character? Mm-hmm. And what were you thinking while yeah. you were doing it? Absolutely. Oh, be, you know, he probably does this, so I'll give him some Wookiee pelts. Or mm-hmm. did mm-hmm. you even intend them to be Wookiee pelts? Right, right. You know, those are the those are the questions that are immediately springing to my mind. So I'm yeah, and, already and, and, super and excited about that. Who hasn't really had his brain picked over at all? Like, I'm sure he knows most of that stuff. It, it, yeah, I'm sure he's, he's looking forward to it as well. It'll be cool to have in the same room yeah. the man that drew Boba Fett and then the man that designed Boba Fett at the same time. He's an iconic character, Who's Kidding Who, and Jeremy Bullock, uh, you know, unfortunately no one's going to be seeing him at conventions or toy shows anymore, the man that played Boba Fett. Uh, we've got the next best thing, and we've got them both in the same room together. Uh, so, yeah, we're, we're excited. Um, I'm thrilled. And not to mention, CAS will be there yes. for their first time in, at a Canadian, you know. They've been to Canada before. This is their first time uh, working with us at May the North. We are very excited to have them as well, too. I will say they have, uh, we have a charity auction we're doing for sick kids in Toronto on the Saturday night. And they've given us a, uh, I think it's a $100 gift card um, as well. So CAS, this is an amazing opportunity. To any collectors, uh, if you're not familiar with CAS, they're a grading company, uh, rather reputable one as well. You've got options out there. Everybody does. They do some really, really good stuff uh, with, with grading loose figures, packaged figures, all sorts of toys. And they're, they're coming, wanting to work with us. So this can save you heaps of money. If, if you've ever graded toys, you've got to ship them off to right. the place to be graded. Yeah. This is an opportunity for you to bring your stuff and save on that shipping cost. Which is huge. Which is huge. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I know that, I, if I'm not mistaken, currently AFA is still not grading loose figures. Oh, yeah? Uh, where CAS is. Oh. So if you've got, like, you know, 
everybody's got some stuff that's personal to them or that they love, and that can be loose figures as well too. If you've got something that you want to have graded, nice and small, or if you've got big stuff, uh, bring it along because they have a table set up all day Saturday and Sunday at the toy show as well. So uh, if you want to, sorry to plug the event again, Jay, but if you no, if you want to come away. to Saturday's event, it's a great opportunity in between the panels to go get your stuff submitted to CAS so that on Sunday during the toy show, you can focus more on the important things, which is just buying more nostalgic crap for your house. <laughs> I'm planning on getting my droids lightsaber yes. uh, done. Because, Graded. Yes. Yeah. Good, good. You should. Uh, We're mainly, looking at it right now. Yeah. Well, yeah, mainly for the protection of it. Yeah. Like, you yeah. know, it's the best idea to get something graded. They, they slap that thing in plastic and yeah. acrylic yeah. and, mm-hmm. you know, good to hold on to for a while. So I'm, I'm super yeah. stoked yeah. that they're coming, man. Yeah. Okay, so back in the early 2000s, we started going to toy shows uh, in Mississauga, uh-huh. Ontario, up at the International Center. Uh-huh. Some of the most amazing, still to this day, I, they, they're not holding toy shows like those anymore. Those were huge no, toy whereas shows. Whereas here, you get one every other weekend in a smaller venue. Right. Is what it is. Mm. You talk to anyone that remembers those big International Center shows, they were few and far between, but the flip side is... That was like Christmas morning. It brought in, yeah, yeah so many yeah. vendors that you normally right. wouldn't see at these shows. That's where I got, uh, do you remember that one show where I found the Mace Windu lightsaber? Uh, I bought it right away. I had three offers before I got it back to my car. Like I bought it and immediately was going to my car because you couldn't get this one in Canada. Ah, right. right? right. So inst- on the way to my car, to like I was like, I'm not walking around with this. Three yeah. people Is that were right? like, yeah, yeah. nice. Um, so yeah, that was totally like one of those Christmas morning scores. Right. So at that point... Uh, where were you in your collecting? Yeah, okay, because I, I can remember this, being with you at one of those shows, and I got a carded Boba Fett on an Empire Strikes Back uh, Canadian card. I paid 400 bucks for it. And I think I remember that. Yeah, yeah I, I don't know what the value of those... I mean, there's no way I couldn't sell it for 5000 now. Right. Um, but where was I? Well, I mean, we were in our 20s still, so I was flat broke, yeah. uh, spending what little I could on Star Wars. And then, as uh, you know, is, is the case, life happened, and I, uh, my husband decided that I wanted to buy a house. So I sold it all and uh, started over again. But uh, again, this, is a, this happens to many, many people. I mean, it's... You know, I didn't realize that. Trials of life. That well, you had yeah. sold it all when you got the new when you got the house, right? What have you been in the house now? 16, 17 years. And that's right. Yeah, I think sixteen years. No, like I, I, I don't. I don't. I didn't sell it all, but I, I sold a right. hell of a lot of it. Um, but you know, it's now such is. Did you kind of know even then that you were going to end up taking it as seriously as you do now? Was that something no, you always planned? No, to... that didn't really happen till about uh, I don't know seven or eight years ago, right? When I got uh, Facebook interested in Star Wars, and then I realized that the community consists so much more of comic book dudes that live in their mom's basements. I mean, it's like. Right. You know, all walks of life, all kinds of people out there. Uh, and I, as I say, it's easy to, for me to plug this event, but it, this, this all comes as a result of having had gone to the U.S. and seeing some of these people, some of these amazing collections. And you say whatever you want about, line, about stuff online. Uh, I learn so much more face-to-face when I'm talking with another collector right. uh, at one of these kinds of events than I ever would... Um, you know, but just reading through old archives or, you know, just oh, looking sure. at my phone and, and, and stuff like that. This is, 
It really is the best way to do it. It's, it's social. It's interactive. You give, yeah. you take, you, you know, you learn from people. It, it, it's that kind of thing. Well, to your point earlier, too, like I come back from every convention in America that I go to and I come back like we don't know how to do this shit right. Yeah. And I, like, which is okay even as big yeah, and yeah. wonderful as Fan Expo Canada is. Right, and right. it's it's an amazing, amazing event. And I'm proud yeah. to be part of it. Um it's still not quite the same. No. Like when you go out to these New York shows, yeah, these yeah. Chicago shows, this is no joke, man. Oh, like, no, no, absolutely. This is a cell. Like, they call it celebration for a reason. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, it's, it's, it's fucking hardcore. Right. So I fucking, I think it's awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anything else important about the show we've missed? Um, no, I would say uh, if it's something that you are interested in, uh, anyone's welcome to join I, our Facebook group for some reason isn't always the easiest to find, but is the Ontario star Wars collectors Alliance. Now, if for whatever reason you can't find that you can always, and again, look at, uh, look up may the North be with you.ca. Um, that will tell you about our show directly, but the, our club is the Ontario star Wars collectors Alliance. My name's Toby black. I'm one of the admins in that group as well. Um, Bill Kennedy and I started that group six years ago. So if anyone has any questions, you can reach out to me there. Um, or as I say, may the North be with you.ca and link to the Eventbrite. You can get, uh, there's discount on hotel rooms as well too, because everything's taking place at the same hotel in Oakville there for the whole weekend. Uh, it's a long weekend in, uh, the beginning of August. There's not much else going on. Yeah. Um, it's a great opportunity, as we said, to, uh, have a full on star Wars weekend and if you're from the GTA or around, hey, you can be home in an hour and a half as opposed to having to fly to England or... Yeah, yeah, you know. yeah. No, it's a nice central spot kind of in Oakville there for, yeah. like, getting around. Um, and right off, sorry, I got to say, it's, it's mm-hmm. like within, I don't know, is it three minutes walking distance from the GOAT train? Oh, yeah. No, yeah. it's right there. It's yeah. super easy. I have... It's Let me say, it's been a pleasure to watch over the years how the collecting community has affected you. Because you being one of my close friends, closest friends for so long, and knowing how we were in our early 20s, we were a little bit more, you know, we were young punk kids, we were a little surlier, we were a little, you know, more adventurous, maybe not always on the right side of the tracks, but as you have developed and evolved and made so many cool friends in this community, you've just gotten geekier and 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 happier right and uh, not that you weren't a happy person but i've seen the effect basically of what this community has had on you and it's been nothing but positive and i just wanted to point that out you know if there's people out there who love this stuff and they're shy about it they don't have anybody to talk to not that you were ever fucking shy but you know these are incredibly positive groups these are just good people to make friends with who will have positive effects on your life. If for, you know, no other reason to go than to meet some cool people, I would mm-hmm. suggest go to this thing and just, yes. you know, meet these people, it, it, passionate people who like to have fun. And it's, it is, it's so fun, right? No, you're, you're hundred percent correct. It's yeah. uh, it, it's, it's, it's an opportunity. Hey, listen, we all can remember uh, what we were doing two years ago. That's right, fucking nothing, because the world had <laughs> shut down and would have done anything for a weekend in a hotel where you could just talk to people and hang out. You could be drunk as a skunk, or you could be like stoned in the corner, or you could be an introvert by yourself in your room. It doesn't matter. This is an opportunity to 
hang with again, as you've said, uh, pretty interactive, very uh, you know, just good people, good group of people, good Absolutely. nice people. You know, we've got yeah. people flying in from all over the place. You're gonna have the best of the best, uh, and they're gonna be ready to you know teach and show and share everything they got with everybody else so. yeah and it's a unique experience which is fun i mean i go to this show in the every year in the states called astronomicon mm-hmm. and it's uh it's a hard to describe show because it's kind of a horror show but it's put on this ba- by this band called twisted mm-hmm. and it's not like other comic cons they have like shows after the show and like during the show they have these like cool little like events for the fans and this kind of reminds me of that where it's not your typical comic-con it's not your mm-hmm. typical toy show this no, is a not. very unique it's also why it doesn't cost five dollars to get in right. i mean it, to be fair it's a hundred bucks <coughs> little under a hundred bucks but when you look at what you get it's a hundred percent worth it hundred percent yeah. worth it no totally uh, is. we're not yeah. making money on this show i can promise yeah. you that it's a chance uh, to really get your money's worth and again, I remind everybody, if you come to the show on Saturday, that gets you early bird admission for free into the toy show the next day. I think it's an hour before the doors open as well, too. Yeah. And everyone, you know, everyone, there's no question as to whether or not people are going to get their money's worth. I yeah. Guarantee bring that. out the kids. Yeah. You know, there's so much. It's a great family event, too, especially the toy shows around here. They're real easy yeah. to get into and mm-hmm. to get around. And uh, it's lots of fun. Um we got to talk about one more thing before, and I don't want to get too off topic, of course, from the wars. Uh, at what state is the Bionic Woman collection in? Oh. Is this now, continuing? Where's no, this at? That, uh, yeah, great. <laughs> All right. So, unfortunately, I gave up on the Bionic Woman. Uh, I had a very extensive collection. That was another Kenner line that came out uh, in 1976. And yeah, I had, I, I got this problem where I just try to go after everything in Canadian packaging and I'm not the only one that does it, but I definitely do with Star Wars. And I was trying to do that with the bionic woman as well. Long story short. Yeah. I just, I was unable to get it cause it was, it was like a Barbie doll figure, <laughs> right? There was a couple cool things. There was a car and some other shit, yeah. but there were like 40 of these different outfits and packaging <laughs> variations of just the, I had this collection of dresses <laughs> That I was just like, you know, like even as a kid, I, w- I wouldn't have really found that that interesting. So right. I, what it was, was I, I really loved that show. And I used to love Jane. I used to love uh, Lindsay Wagner and her like wholesome sure. character that she played on that show. Yeah. Uh, that's what I, that I turns out, you know, she has, she was like that Elizabeth Shue kind of, yeah, you yeah. know. Uh, anyway, long story short. Yeah. So I got rid of all that. Now that said, it has been replaced. I've, I've I don't know what's going on. I've. Started going after superpowers figures. I think we were talking about that. Which earlier. is awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Brave Star. Really? Yeah. And um, I haven't even seen a Brave Star figure in right? years. And uh, Coleco came out with a rather um, uneventful, short lived Rambo. I remember. Series. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I've been going after uh, those. But I think, uh, yeah, that's, that's pretty much where my collection is. Star Wars, always first and foremost. Right. Superpowers, Brave Star, and Rambo. I was at the show the the other week there, yeah. and they had a full Centurion. Nice. And he wanted 150 bucks for it. This is loose. And I knew, yeah, it was yeah. loose, but had all its pieces. Right, right. And I was so close because that's a great price, but I just right. I couldn't do it at the time. But right. man, yeah, I'm I'm gonna have to start doing I think Target saving up for because I now that I'm getting familiar with the prices of the certain retro things I want mm-hmm. rather than going to shows and you know and being stupid and just like finding cool shit I'm going to start going a little more prepared and be like okay this $110 is for this complete He-Man 
Okay. You know, because right, right. I, I I haven't been doing enough of that, but I'm I'm starting to my wants are starting to target out enough that, oh, like I was telling you, like like my intention for May the fourth is uh, or May the north is a speeder bike. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So if anybody's listening who's coming to the show, I'm there looking for a, a loose, yep, yep, yet good yet conditioned, complete. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, 83 Return of the Jedi speeder bike. Vintage Kenner uh, speeder bike. Vintage, yeah. Um, Fair so, request. I yeah, can't see why we won't be able to get you one. That's uh, that's my kind of, yeah. that's my target for yeah. that. That and getting my droids lightsaber uh, graded. graded. So Very nice. Very cool. I'm so right. excited. This is going to be awesome. Talking to yep. guys about Boba Fett. This is fantastic. If you kids <laughs> all don't get a ticket and come out to this, if you have any kind of love for Star Wars, uh, just for the uniqueness. You're not going to get these stories or meet a lot of these people anywhere else like these you know like a lot of these people luckily are you know involved with things that happened in the area so there's a certain familiarity and a certain attachment that's going to get them here so uh uh yeah awesome toby thank you so much for chatting with us about this like seriously i'm so looking forward to this show it's gonna be good times wonderful well, all right say it one more time may the north be with you i beg your pardon yeah dot ca make your compatriots again Please. not yeah. a not a show to put off if you're interested in this get your ticket now there are less than 50 tickets left they will sell we would love it to be to you uh jay yeah. thanks for having me yeah? no absolutely uh kids i'm gonna be there i hope that you are too and uh i'm not just hoping this out yeah toby's an old school friend but i'm telling you i went last year and i didn't know what to expect i wasn't sure honest to be a fully transparent i went in not knowing if i would have a great time i was like okay i know some of these guests and you know kind of um and this is gonna be talking about but it ended up being so much more than i thought it would be so informative and entertaining and these guys were passionate about what they did um so yeah there you go may the north be with you dot ca happening june 2nd or sorry august 4th to 6th uh in oakville ontario canada you just heard me say june 2nd to 4th that's because yes kids the jedi ross returns to philadelphia um oh my goodness uh i haven't been moderating in philadelphia since before the pandemic i miss you all so much uh made so many good friends down there in the philly area uh and i'm a coming back june 2nd to the 4th fan expo philadelphia uh i'm gonna be there i will be your comic host and moderator for all your sketch duels and your good time fun so come on out we're gonna have good times and in fact i'm dragging the one and only mr sean daly down with me Uh, Canadian content, yo. Uh, Stan Kanopka, I will see you there, brother. Uh, Toby, again, thank you so much. Thank you very much for having me, Jay. Uh, Good times. Uh, That's all we're going to have this week on An Elegant Weapon. Takaris. Takaris.